Uh, welcome to a new episode of the Good Food Fellas. Gennaro, I am excited for this one. You know, I know you know you are because you know why football season just started and season two just started for the new Emerald Tailgates role. And who guess we have on the show? The man himself, the man who started basically had a cook on TV, Emerald Lagasse, our man. Yeah. How you doing, guys? Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, to mention it's on Roku. It's on now. Um, Emerald, I mean, I mean, tailgating is like the, it's, I feel like it's like the bloodline of every Sunday and Thursday now, Mondays. Um, what was the first um, memory that you had of tailgating that, that you could share? Well, back, back when I was doing Emerald Live, uh, we did quite a few tailgating shows in the, in the greater New York area, uh, not only with the Giants, but with the Jets and, and then that sort of expanded and, it was amazing to me the energy, uh, as it is right now, doing doing Emerald Tailgates on Roku. Uh, I, I guess one of the biggest things is, beside being surprised of how passionate these super fans are about food, but um, also the component that they always bring. They, they're always bringing uh, some sort of charitable element to their tailgating. Um and, and I think that's that's been really the amazing thing for me is, you know, it's not just hot dogs and hamburgers. It's like these people are like super fans, not only about their team, but about what they're what they're preparing. And some of them um, start days ahead of time uh, because now, as you guys know, you got Saturday with college football. And uh, then then you roll into Sunday. Then we have Monday night. Now we have Thursday nights. Uh, so there's a lot of tailgating going on. Yeah, so I mean, true. Admiral, I have to ask you, um, were you, um, did you feel like the, the people that you were cooking for and with had the same passion for food as you did? Oh, no doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. Um, like I said, these, these are, super fans some of them even have a connection uh you know uh, i did a show yesterday where this guy uh you know for over 18 years he he owns a burger joint and uh and he brings a little bit of that to his tailgating but these two guys that i had on yesterday they have 300 plus people i mean that's a lot of food you know and um one guy is he specializes in making jambalaya or you know it could be paella but uh and they they like they're cooking like amazing things you know before you guys came on i'm sitting here with my right hand and she and i started writing down some of the stuff of what we've cooked uh for what teams and i'm looking at the food again cuz it's you know it's been it, it it keeps evolving and i'm i'm looking at like i'm looking at seattle you know, we, we did this incredible seafood chowder influence, obviously, by the, you know, by the ocean. We did crab rolls. And and that's the kind of food that these that, that these people are doing. It's it's amazing. It's really influenced what I what I've now feel and, and have found with these super fans is that there is definitely a regional thing that they want to that they want to keep. You know, if it's close to New Orleans, they want to do gumbo. The other amazing thing that was really quite interesting to me is that they're always influenced by the team that they're playing. So if they're a Carolina Panther fan, 
and they're doing a Carolina Panther tailgate and they're playing Cincinnati, they're looking for a dish or two from Cincinnati that they that they can bring to their tailgate. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, in the first episode, was watching Commander's guy. Man, I mean, your chili looked incredible. Well, thank you. And, and that show is an example. You know, I try to keep, I try to keep the things regional. You know, God, what are they? What are they tailgating and what are they eating in uh, in in Washington? Well, of course, we did chicken wings and we did this incredible mambo sauce, which was yeah. a little spice, and they were super good. They were really delicious. But one of the things was this half smoked sandwich that they do, and. For me, it, it continues to keep being a learning process because it's like I didn't know until I we did research what really a half-smoked sandwich was, and 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 the thing was so good, so tasty. Uh, and then, of course, we did this um, we did this kill killer chili mac that was really great too. But uh, to see um, to see some of this stuff in action. You know, some of them have buses, some of them have fire trucks, some of them. It, it's it's incredible how passionate these people are. And it's funny that you mentioned all the venues and all the stadiums, but can you actually beat your outdoor kitchen in New Orleans? Because it reminds me of the old shows where you're feeding these guys and folks that are fans, and they're literally eating your food, and they're learning about all the marinades, the twists, the tricks. How important is that for you to kind of like um, take care of them. Yeah, it, you know, uh, you definitely learn the words prior planning, right? I mean, prior proper planning. Uh, every every one of these super fans that I have on, male or female, doesn't matter, young or old. It's all about you. You cannot wait until Sunday to start doing your prep and then show up. You know, at however early or however late, whatever. That's not going to happen. So. To hear the stories of how, well, I started on Thursday and I started my pork butts on Thursday. And then, then I take, I took, I took the fat from the pork butts, all the drippings. And that's what I made on Friday. I made the red beans and red beans and rice. That's going to be, it's, it's just really amazing. And it makes my mouth water every time I start talking about it. Um, What's the most challenging dish you ever attempted to make for a tailgate party? I recently for I recently for the Cincinnati Bengals I did a pork schnitzel. Ooh. Yeah, which you know you you have to bread it. I I I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing that for a hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> it was challenging enough doing it for the three of us, and um, and always we you know we three turns in the six, six turns in the eight. So we, we usually do we usually stick around eight portions unless it's like a roast or something like that. Like yesterday, another show that we did, we actually braised a slow cooked a, a roast beef, which we turned into and and this thing cooked for about so prior planning right. This thing cooked for seven or eight hours. It was a chuck roast that we seasoned it, we studded it with garlic, and then we like slow cooked this thing for like I said, seven or eight hours. And then the meat just sort of fell apart. And then we made a gravy and we put the, like the shredded meat. So in New Orleans, they call it debris, like D-E-B-R-I-S, debris. And we ended up taking that debris and putting it on this awesome French bread with French fries 
and we oh. made a poor man's French fry poor boy with this roast beef and French fries. Guys, I got to tell you, it was sick. It was so delicious. It was wow. incredible. Well, if you hear that noise, that's why he's stepping going. <laughs> hungry. It's hungry. It is grumbling. It is lunchtime. Yeah. It's going to be that Emma, time. Yeah. Emma, for season one, you actually, you know, you did a great job in the South. How did it feel hitting the East and West now and uh, kind of getting a different vibe from the Fanatics? Yeah, like uh, we just had, you know, we, we just did recently uh, L.A. Rams. Um, we did a phenomenal, these burritos that were phenomenal with uh, Connie Asada. And then we did these um, chicken and chili nachos. And that was sort of the inspiration. And when I started talking with these these super fans and people from that go and tailgate in L.A., it's like everybody... Everybody does like nachos, burritos, tacos. That's that's going to be. It's the same thing like with Raider fans, right? That's that's going to be their go-to, and then they fill in the blanks from there. Yeah, I mean, speaking of uh, uh, the Raiders, the Super Bowl is in Vegas this year, and you have two incredible restaurants: the Monaco Steakhouse, which I went there, had the cowboy steak, and loved every minute. In New Orleans, Fish House. Again, those are my two one-two stops every time I go to Vegas. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited. I mean, we it's a big it's going to be a big end of the year, beginning of the year for us in Las Vegas because we have in December we have for, Formula Racing, uh, mm-hmm. so that that'll block the streets up for like a week. It'll be like challenging to get around. You might have to like helicopter, <laughs> and then uh, and then a few weeks after that we go right into Super Bowl Super Bowl land. It's amazing that you that you said that, um, because, um, Roland, we actually yesterday did a special for Super Bowl, highlighting the steakhouse. So we did the truffle potato chips, we did a cowboy steak with a potato gratin, and we did pecan pie uh, mm-hmm. with ice cream, and these these guys. Uh, and gals who experienced in this from the steakhouse, they f- flipped out. I, I, I don't think it gets any better than that cowboy steak. Not not because it's just my, you know my restaurant, but we we've been we've been doing this dry age program for a long time for twenty some years, and I think we got it mastered right now. My my guy out there, Ronnie Rainwater's doing an amazing job. And I, I'll tell you what, when you sell 100, 125 of those a night, you must be doing something right. I call it me heaven, and I'm booking my JetBlue flight right now to go there. I'm, so hungry. <laughs> I'm so with I you. Gotta tell you, you're talking about all this food. I mean, it makes us proud to be Americans. Uh, how proud are you to be able to be one of the leaders and kind of like spearheading the beauty of American food? Oh, it's, you know, it's a treat for me, you know, because, you know, I really, you know, I, I, Look, I did 20, 2,200, 2,300 shows on the Food Network, um, won five Emmys on Eat the World uh, for Amazon. It's like I, I thought I was done, and then all of a sudden I got this connection with Roku, and we started doing this Emerald Cooks and Emerald Tailgates. And then now going to some of these places, I, I just recently was uh, in, in the Grove at Ole Miss, recently at uh, LSU. Let me tell you, it doesn't get any crazier than that. I mean, it's 30,000 people, like, tailgating. It's, like, insane. Yeah. Um, 
Who's your? I mean, since Aaron Rodgers got injured, you could do a pulled pork with Verde. Can you can you believe him. that? I, I, I'm, I'm still in shock with that. I was watching the it. first set of downs. The guy plays <laughs> four he, four plays. He's out for the season. I mean, I, I was like, wow. I mean, but who, who's your team, Emerald, that you you hope that goes to Super Bowl? Well, I'm a little passionate about um, a team I've been rooting for for God almost 40 years now, called the New Orleans Saints. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping that um, I think we got a pretty good team. I mean, um, we have a hell of a coach, um, and I, I think between him and the general manager Mickey Loomis, I think they put together a really, really good team. Uh, we got some guys out right now for misbehavior, not injuries, but they'll be back in a couple of games. And uh, yeah. I, I, I think I don't know if we'll win the Super Bowl. I think Las Vegas would be insane. If uh, if if New Orleans got to Las Vegas, it, the city might not be the same. But um, but hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give it our best shot. It's gonna be interesting to see, don't you think? It's the fir first week, don't you think? It was kind of even across the board. Yeah, I mean, you know, no, I mean, nobody really stands out yet. Yeah, mm -hmm. even playing ground for sure, Chef. When it comes to that. Um, with you know the NFL, uh, obviously it's growing and going, and you know, like I said, the young guys are just incredible. And you got mixed in with the older gents. Uh, how is it for you, like in the food world, like you said, coming back to Roku and you see like these, like you know, top chef shows and competitive shows, and then you have a show that basically does everything kind of like going back to your old recipes of success. You know, my philosophy has always been, you know, doing TV is to really try to keep it simple and not intimidate people but try to encourage people to cook. You know, you were talking about the set that we have for this season of Emerald Tailgates. Phenomenal set. I mean, I'm going in this botanical garden here and I'm like picking things and, you know, adding things on the grill and just like the the, the fire is roaring and it's just like it's, it's the smells just are, are incredible. There's something about when you burn wood, no matter what you add, you can put a tomato on it. It's going to smell great. Right. And so uh, it's 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 really uh, it's been an exciting season. I think um, folks on Roku are going to be in for some surprises. We got some really, like I said, you know, the other thing, guys, that really surprises me, there's almost like a club, like there's an ambassador or ambassadors in each city. And a lot of them know each other. So like. And and, they, and one of the clubs is called Club 32. I guess 32 stadiums, right? So what happens is, like, you got an ambassador from, say, New Orleans, and he's been awarded a Club 32 coin, and he can go to Green Bay if if, if they're playing up there, and it's like open arms. And I, I, I found this with these super fans, how they have this tight-knit clubhouse. So many of them know each other. Uh, and and have experienced tailgating with each other. Had um, I had a group from Houston, and they went to um, I want to say they went to Denver, and uh, and there was the the Den the Denver Bronc, uh, that young lady who's she was so passionate, but and and but she was so in incredibly cute, and and she knew everybody. I mean, everybody that was was going to see her, you know. And, it, that that was another amazing thing for me experience this the this this camaraderie of of these fans that 
know each other in these different stadiums. Amazing. And I want to thank you for stopping by. And hopefully, if the if the Super Bowl and the, if the Saints make it, if you do Emerald Live, I miss that show so much. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, you know, you can go on Roco and stream it. You know, yes, I've been watching the old ones. I love it, and I, I love, love your essence too. I use it all the time in all my meets. Those those were those were the days. That was so much fun, um, and so much fun because I really felt that people were learning how to cook. Uh, you know, and they certainly weren't intimidated. They they were enjoying and enjoying family time and learning how to cook, and that that kind of that kind of makes me real happy. Yeah, sure. I gotta say, even though my mom's from Sicily, she learned a lot of tricks in the kitchen from you over the past forty years learning from you. So I thank you for that too, because now we have amazing food at the table. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah, uh, it. It's Emerald Tailgate season two on Roku right now. Chef Emeril Lagasse, thank you for stopping by the Good Food Fellas. Thanks, guys.